Glory to God. Thankful she's always there. Glory to God. How many of you got to watch some of the services this week at Southwest Believers? Ah, did anybody work? <laughs> Was there any businesses running here in Branson or in Sarasota? Because I saw a bunch of hands going up. Glory to God. Well, I saw a bunch of our people there from Sarasota and from Branson. I was thinking, man, they all ought to get together and get a section. And they just root from a section, right? Cheer, cheer the ministers on and listen and glory to God. Glory to God. What are we going to do now? Thank you, Lord. Open your Bibles to Deuteronomy 31. Look at some things and follow God. Follow God. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 6. It says, Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. How many know to do anything for the Lord, you're going to need to be strong and you're going to have to be courageous. You're going to have to be encouraged and full of courage. Amen? You ever ever seen somebody that's discouraged serving God? They're not. Discouraged people don't serve God. Discouraged people are discouraged people. They're sad people. When, when, we, when we as Christians become discouraged, we strengthen our weakness. We strengthen our weakness. Why? Because what we do is we lean to the flesh, which is our weakness, and we strengthen its stand. And we walk away from what's the, what's the true strength of our life. Amen? And, and what God is literally saying, saying, I want you to be strong and courageous. And then, then he tells us, not, not because I'm going to push you out there by yourself. God, he didn't push us out there. But he says, I'll never leave you. He tells them, I'll never leave you. He says, I'm going to, I'm going to put you right here where I'm at. I'll be there with you. What did he say? He said, be strong and courageous. Fear not, nor be afraid. Why would he say that twice? Fear not and don't be afraid. Right? Fear gets rid of strength. Fear gets rid of courage. Fear wipes both of them out. If we allow ourselves to walk in fear, you know, I remember when uh, my business, when I, years and years ago, when I actually ran it, and it was awful, awful. The only reason I went in there was to call the bill collectors to say, "Hey, we're working on it." That's the only reason I'd go in, and then I'd try to hide the rest of the day. But what I did, I, I, my, I, either my mind was going to think on it, or my mind was going to think on what I put my mind to. And so immediately when I got to home, I put on Brother Moore, Brother Hagen, Brother Copeland, uh, some faith teaching, and I put my books and my Bibles all out on the floor. And I, and I put my eyes in it. And, you know, if you look in Deuteronomy, that's what, that's what he says. He says, says, what are you going to do with this word? You're going you're gonna to look at it when you're walking. You're going to look at it when you're awake, when you're walking down the street. When, when you're going to write it on the doorpost of your house. There's no time where you take your eyes away from his word. Amen? Amen. And, and because why? That's your strength. That's your strength. The word is what's going to get you to the next place. It's, what, it's, what, it's what's going to keep you encouraged. Amen? You know, one of the reasons I like that song is because it's an old song. Sorry, I'm kind of old. I guess when, when it comes to songs, I got an old soul. 
But, but these songs are fairly old songs that have come down, but I grew up singing them. I grew up singing these songs. And when something was going on in my life, God always gave me a song. If I was riding around in my truck, he gave me a song. And I would sing, and I would sing. Why? Because when you sing and praise him, when you talk about Jesus filling your life, when, 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 he began, when, when you exalt him and you just begin to sing these songs, your mind goes away from this and stays on him. And when, you, when your heart's on him, then other stuff's not getting in there. Amen? And that's how you stay strong and courageous because he's going to be there if you'll stay with him. Because when we, become, when, we get, when we get in doubt and fear, we walk this way and strong and courageous is going over there. Because God only has one way he's going. And, and we'll tend to walk away from it. And, 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 and we have to stay in those places because our flesh will take us out, especially if you get hit with something really quick. You know, a, a sudden problem. Look at, look at uh, Sam, 1 Samuel 30. Look at Ziklag. Right? David, David and his men, they come back from fighting and they get they get to Ziklag and it's burned down and all their kids and their wives and every part of their family is gone right and and immediately they break down they break down you, you know what that is like if you were if you were driving a car and you got too far off the road you get in a ditch right that's what they did they swerved. Oh my gosh, what just happened? And they went over here, and they're in the ditch. And, and and that's what happens with us when you know they had a big problem. <laughs> if you want to go with problem size, they had a big problem. Right. right? We we got people that get in a ditch over somebody didn't say hi to me at church. <laughs> right? Or or they didn't talk nice about me. Or I didn't like what that pastor said, or they don't sing the right songs, or I don't know. We got people, we got people that get in the ditch over some silly, silly things, right? He was in the ditch because the enemy came and stole his whole family. And of course, they didn't know whether they're alive or dead, right? So, so they're, they're throwing a fit. Verse, verse, uh, verse 6, it says, And David was greatly distressed. Well, if you, if you go up a verse, David was crying with him. Is it in verse 5 where he was crying with him? Verse 4? We'll find it. There they go. They, they, they lifted up their voice so loud that they wept until they were weak from weeping. What were they doing? They were strengthening their weakness. And when, when they did that, they were strengthening their weakness. Their weakness was they could do nothing about this. And, and, by, and, by, getting this, and by getting upset and, getting, and running towards the flesh, immediately they become, they become weaker. They got so weak, they couldn't even cry anymore. They strengthened their weakness. We want to strengthen our heart. We want to strengthen our joy. We want to strengthen our peace. We want to strengthen the things in us that will get us out of the ditch. Right? You ever, you ever spent time wondering how you got in the ditch? That's never the way out of the ditch. Right? I see, I see people, that, they're like, I just got to figure out how I got here. No, you don't. You got to figure out how you get out. How you got in doesn't matter. How you get out is what you're trying to figure out next. 
not how you got in. Then people say, well, you got to figure out how you got in to get out. No, you don't. You know what? I got in a ditch one time, and I couldn't have got out unless I figured a new way. What I did was I locked it in four-wheel drive, and I climbed out. I didn't get in in four-wheel drive. I got out in four-wheel drive. Amen. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You, you want to. You might want to ask after you get out. After you get out is the time because why stay in the ditch? You're not going to learn in the ditch, right? The ditch ain't teaching you. God's going to teach you. Get out, and He'll tell you what you did wrong, and then you don't get in the ditch again. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him. Because the soul of the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David encouraged himself. You ever got stuck somewhere and there was nobody else there to help you? Right? Nobody else. But you know who was there? God. God. You can encourage yourself in the Lord. You don't don't need to call ten people. Right? Right? Did you know nine of those people just get sad with you? Right? <laughs> nine out of ten of those people, oh, I can't believe it. And then they call ten people and tell them about your problems. Right? Oh, you just wouldn't imagine what they're going through. They just called me and told me. I'm in agreement with them, though. They're in a mess, but I'm in agreement. You, you, don't, you don't need to call ten. Who was he going to call anyway? Everybody was crying and mad at him. Right? He, he was going to encourage himself in the Lord. And, and sometimes you got to step back, and that's when one of those songs comes up. Remember, David was a psalmist. I'll guarantee you he got out there and he began to sing. Right? No, I'm sorry. I'm Sarasota. Sing. In Branson, we sang. You guys sang here too? That's right. We're still in the South, aren't we? We can, we can sing in both places. Right? But that's what he did. He sang, right? He, he didn't, he didn't, I'll guarantee you, he started, you know, my mom, she was a scripture verse person. I'll never forget, if it was, if you were crabby in our house, you know that, you know that uh, song, happy is the people whose God is the Lord, it's a psalm. Happy is that people. And then the second part is that there be no complaining in our streets. If there was complaining, she'd say that there be no, sing it with me, Dave, that there be no complaining in our streets. Happy. But you know, I still remember it today. Sang it to my daughter when she complained. (laughs) Glory to God. Good songs. It's the word. But don't you know that he, and and you know, we got these songs in us. How many people go to sleep listening to, to music? Well, if you, if you don't, I, I mean, some people can't, but that I put Brother Moore on almost every night. I was saying that last week, I think. And, and you know, some, sometimes when I'm walking through the day and something happens, man, I, I got the victory living inside. And those songs just come up. Why? Because you're overcoming. What are you doing? You're encouraging yourself. You, you got a chance right there to go this way or this way, and you begin to sing. You begin to go with God, and you begin to follow on. Why? Because the victory is living inside of me. Right? I got the greater one. I can overcome. Don't you know that's what David was saying? Wait a second. Lions, bears, giants, soul, Philistines. I'm overcoming this. 
We're not staying here. But notice he encouraged himself before he prayed. Don't, don't pray discouraged prayers. Praying discouraged prayers don't get heard. Right? Because they're, they're whiny, wimpy prayers. Oh, Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm in such trouble. you got to help me. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you just confess that you don't know what to do when you were going to the answer to find out what to do. But encouraged people pray in faith. People that are encouraged, they get the whatever the ephod is, and they put it on, right? I don't know what that is. People say, don't you study that? Nope. If God tells me to, I will. Apparently, he wanted it to pray in. Right? Sounds like some awful vegetable or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. But apparently, it was something they needed back then. So he gets that on, and he goes, and he inquires of the Lord. Encouraged people inquire. Encouraged people are ready to inquire. They're at a place now that they can hear from God. Why? He's singing. He's singing. I got the victory. I got the victory. I killed the giant and I killed the bear. And he's he's like, he's he's encouraging himself. And he said, God's with me. So what 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 do these people got on me? And he says, Lord, can I get them? That's what he said. Can I get them? Right? You know, it says, it says that he inquired at the Lord in, in this one. You know, so many times it says he inquired of the Lord. This one says he inquired at the Lord. Don't you know it's because he already knew what he wanted to do? And he's saying, Lord, can I go get them? Why? Because he's encouraged. Can I now go get them? And God said, go get them. Not only are you going to get them, you're going to go get them, and you're going to recover everything without fail. Yeah. Glory to God. Amen. Now, what if, what if he just said, what if he went to his team that was already mad, and he said, boys, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't know what to do. And he went down, and they, got, they first he just got stoned and got killed, I guess, because they were going to stone him. Right. Not sure why it was David's fault, right? But at least one guy, David, said, wait a second. God didn't raise me up for this. This isn't the end. We're moving on. And, th- and that's what we have to do. Remember what it says in James. It says, it says, well, just go to it, James 1. Just go to it. Thank you, Lord. Anybody ever deal with anything? Huh? Yeah. You're going to, you're going to deal with stuff. You're in the world. You are contrary to everything you're coming against every day. Yeah. Why? Because you're a faith person. You're a person of love, first of all. Person of love stands out in this world. Person of real love. They stand out because because they do things that other people don't like. Amen? It says, my brethren, my brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations, you know, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, that's, you know, something bad happens to you. You know what a diverse temptation is? A temptation to be poor. A temptation to be sick. The, the, the devil tempts you with those things first, right? You got a sore throat. You better check yourself out. Your ears are hurting. <laughs> I was, I don't tell everybody my business, but this will 
God brought it up, so I will. A few weeks ago, I woke up on a Sunday morning, and I looked up, and the ceiling was spinning. And I don't drink anymore. <laughs> years and years I don't drink. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I've seen the ceiling spin before, but I knew why it was spinning then. Right? right? And I thought, well, it's the ceiling. I looked over, and my door jams were turning, and, and, and I was laying in bed still. And and I got up. I thought I just need to eat something. I just I got up and I and I it was Sunday morning, so I had to get up for church soon. And so I got up and I walked like this. And I said, I just gotta get something to eat. I know I'll feel better. And then I didn't even tell Ken what was going on. I just walked in, grabbed something to eat, and ate it, which was a mistake because you're still spinning. You know, you don't want to eat and spin at the same time, right? So, so I go back and get in bed, and but everything's still spinning. And eventually, I I tell her, I said, I just got to get to church. Anybody ever been like, I just need to get to church. If I can get to church, this is going to be okay. And man, I'm struggling. I, I I threw up in the shower because I'm trying to. I mean, and I don't do that. I don't get sick. So I mean, if I tell you when I get sick, it's like the last time was 10 years ago. So, I mean, this was weird for me. And so I'm, I'm walking like this, and I'm trying to get in the shower, and I bumped my head trying to put my socks on because I just kept going. And it, it, it was not fun. And I, and I don't know what it is. I'm sure you guys probably have already figured out, some of you may be, what it is. But it was vertigo. You know, and so I, I get to the hospital, I, I, I do make it to church, don't get me wrong. I actually made it to church, but never made it in the church. I was in my office and eventually couldn't, just couldn't do it. I mean, literally, I, I'm like, okay. And, and I got my spirit, yeah, I'll just go check it out. And so we went to the emergency room. They do some tests and they're like, yeah, it's vertigo and you could have this for a long time. Now that's a temptation to be sick. The, the, those are the things, and they'll slip by you. They'll, they'll slip by you if you don't watch it, because it's a temptation. It's the devil saying, "Well, yeah, you can put up with this for a while, right? Yeah, you know, go, you know, you got vertigo. It's, you know, people get, and you know, I don't. It's a deep inner air infection. I don't know what it, you know. I was in the pool the whole day before. Who knows why it happened? You know, well, I know why it happened. The devil, right?" So, you know, when he says that, I'm still spinning and looking at the ceiling. I'm just in my heart saying, no, no, we're not having this for a long time. Right. right. right? And, we're, we're in, and, and I didn't say any, you know, I don't, the doctor doesn't need to hear what I believe. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know, people that yell, yell at the doctor because of what they told them, the doctor's not who you're talking to. Right. Don't yell at the doctor. He, I'm glad he told me what to stand against. Right? He told me exactly what I needed to stand against. And, of course, I had called the Moors by this time. Church was over and let them know. And, and you know, actually, I think I texted Mrs. Moore in service. And, uh, and, and so, but, but these are temptations. And I guess my whole story was the next day I didn't have vertigo, by the way. All right? And I'm not playing, you know, actually, I didn't go to work that day, but I actually could have. You know, they give you, they give you drugs to keep you from being dizzy. And I took one of those the, that day, and Kim asked me if I was going to. I said, "No, I'm not good at drugs." 
right? <laughs> right? You don't want to get good at drugs, <laughs> right? And 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 not so not. I mean, I, did, I didn't say I threw them away. I just said I'm not going to use them. Just put them to the side, and haven't had to use them since. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. But but these are temptations to be sick. There's there's temptations to be poor. There's to, you know you you can't get a good job. You did this, and nobody will hire you. And you can't get on here, and you can't do this. You'll never have enough money to have that. You'll never you'll never be prosperous enough to do these things. And those are temptations to believe a lie. But they're temptations. And every day, you'll, there's many other diverse temptations. But, but these are diverse temptations that everybody goes through all the time. I don't care if you have money. Next thing he'll tell you is, oh, you're probably going to lose that. <laughs> right? It's a temptation to lose. And what he really wants to do is tempt you to quit. Because if he can get you to quit, now he's got you. Now he's got you. You're done. Amen? Amen. And what he says is he says, he says, count it all joy. What's he saying? He's saying, be encouraged when you got the, why? Because, because the trying of your faith works patience. Right. If we never lose hope, right? Because faith, hope, and then patience is the, the chair that hope sits in. Right? Why? Because it's going to wait forever. It's expecting it, and patience will joyfully in, in, endure until it gets it. But, but, it, but see, if you look at what David's guys did, they lost hope. They lost hope. What did David do? He encouraged himself. What did he get back? Hope. Hope. What the devil wants is hopelessness. He, he wants you to give in to that temptation in sadness. Why? Because you strengthen your weakness. Once you strengthen your weakness, now he can start feeding that weakness. Amen? Because you've given the weakness strength. You, you've given it the authority. You've given it the power. And so he just starts strengthening that. He starts, you know, you, the next day you wake up and you're not any better. You know, that's, that's what the doctor said when he, he, he said, he said, do you feel better because they'd given me some stuff? And I looked at the ceiling and said, nope. I mean, I wasn't going to lie to him. The ceiling was still spinning like crazy. It was one of those two-by-two two ceilings. And I'm like, man, I had to quit looking at it. Why? But at some point, I had to quit, quit trusting in the medicine and start trusting in the God. Amen? Amen. Because if God's going to work, in the, if the medicine's going to work, God's going to have to make it work. Amen? I'm not, I didn't go to the emergency room thinking they were my answer. God said go. Amen? I didn't go until God said go. It's one of the reasons I need to get to church. I got to think straight. I got to believe God. I got to hear from God. And I mean, even when I was at church, I was trying to go in, had to rip off my tie. And never mind. You don't want to hear it. But, but, but these are temptations, right? If your kids are acting up, it's a temptation to not believe in what you've put in them, Right? You know, for some reason, my mom was really good at believing in what she put in us. Because you could never see any fear on her face when we were acting fools. And every one of all four of us kids did at some point in time. And she never stepped off of what she believed. She wrote it all down. She kept it. She typed it on little cards. We, were, we still find them all over the place. 
13 or 14 years after she passed away. I mean, she wrote one that says, David will preach the word. When I was in my teens. I'll guarantee you, in my teens, did not appear. Every day I could have been a temptation to quit on that word. Amen? And and that's what he's saying. He's saying, saying, count it all joy. In other words, don't step off your faith knowing that the trying of your faith works patience, but let patience have her perfect work. What's he saying? Don't step off. Don't ever become discouraged because the minute we become discouraged, we lose. We strengthen our weakness. You don't want to give strength to your weakness. You want to be strong. You want to think of those verses. You know, one thing that God always brings me back to, he, he'll, 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 he'll take me purposely to Isaiah 40 to the verse says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? And that's how the verse starts. What is that, Isaiah? I think I wrote it down. And these are the things you got to do. You got to have a song. You got to have a verse. You got to have these things. Isaiah 40, 28. He'll take me to it on a constant basis. And it says, Do you not know? Have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator, and He, he doesn't just stop. He doesn't, he doesn't just say, I don't faint. He, he tells you who He is. Why? Because He's reminding you who you have. Right? He's reminding me that He's the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth. He doesn't faint and He doesn't get tired. These are verses we hold on to. And and when we come against a diverse temptation, when when you get in the ditch, you you cling on to the verse, you you lean to that song, you you begin to sing, I got the victory living inside of me. But I can overcome. I got the greater one. Amen? We're going to sing that, Dave. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And what's he saying? When you do this, you encourage yourself. You encourage yourself in the Lord. You encourage yourself in the things that he's put in. You encourage yourself. It doesn't matter what you see out here. You know in here. Amen? And you know that we know he's the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He doesn't get weary. He gives power to the faint and increases strength to those who have no mind. Another song you can sing. Right? right? <laughs> Glory to God. And that's, that's what we do. That we don't, we don't give in to things that, that, that are temptation. That's all they are is a temptation. A problem's not a problem till you call it a problem. Right? You're not sick until you call yourself sick. People say... Finally, they get tired and they say, I'm sick, that's it. I'm sick and I'm calling myself sick. You really are now. You really are because you just called yourself what you are. Right? People say, well, isn't it a lie? No, you don't have to say anything. Right? You're, you're, You're in hope and you're sitting in patience. What are you? You're expecting healing. You're expecting prosperity. You, you got you got your chair of patience sitting there, and your hope, and you're sitting there. You fully expect to receive, so you're not moving from where you're at. Why? Because because your faith is working your patience. Your patience, if if you let it have its perfect work. In other words, if you don't quit, you will receive 
what you're patiently waiting for. Let me rephrase that. What you're cheerfully enduring for. Because that's what patience means. It's not just sitting there looking at your clock. It's it's patiently. Why? You know it's coming. The Lord said it. The creator of the ends of the earth. Right? The, 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 The mighty God. The one that spoke light into being. He said it. And when he said it, it that's, that's the word I'm waiting to come to pass because that's the one that's for me. The victory words, right? The victory words. Glory to God. And we got to be bold. We don't, we don't want to be babies. And, and what you got to do is you got to recall these things. You got to recall them. Look at Lamentations and then, we'll, then we're going to sing. We're going to sing, right? Right after we look at this verse, Lamentations 3. Thank you, Lord. We're going to sing and we're going to remind ourselves we got the victory living inside of me. How many in here got the victory living inside of them? Where's Branson? Put Branson on the screen. Let's see if anybody's got the victory there. Come on, Branson. You're there. Anybody got the victory there? Yeah, I'm seeing hands all over. That's a victorious place. We got two victorious churches, and we got a whole bunch of people watching, right? They're all got the victory. The only the only way we lose is if we say we lose. The game don't end till we win. Right? People saying that cheating us, that's just having favor, right? Right? If it takes ten innings, we play ten innings. Glory to God. Lamentations. It says this in 321. It says, This I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. What's he saying? He's saying, This I sing, therefore I don't get weak. This I quote. This I remember. This word comes up in me, therefore I ha- always have hope. I never quit. I always am, am leaning a different direction. I'm always looking for something else. Why? Because I have hope. Right, and and you know the thing about it is that you don't have to you, you don't have to the temptation to be condemned tries to keep you from having this. Yeah, but I hadn't been very good. I hadn't done enough. I hadn't I didn't go to church twice last month. Right, forgot to read my chapter four times. Yelled at the person in front of me and yeah, I'm not good enough. That's hopelessness. It's, it's a temptation to be condemned. Right. Don't take it. Right. It's a diverse temptation. Yeah. When that comes, you say, I a second, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Right. Yeah. right? I didn't purchase it. He purchased it for me. Yes. Right. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> and it can't be taken away by him. The only, way it can be take, the only way it can be rendered useless is by us being condemned. Right. Amen? says, this, this I recall, therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. These are verses you want to remember. Right? It doesn't matter what your day has been like. God's merciful. doesn't matter how you got in the place you got. God wants you out. Amen? He's not looking to keep you there. He's looking to get you out. He doesn't even want to tell you how you got there until you get out. The hardest place to hear from is the ditch. <laughs> Why? Because you're in the ditch. Get out of the ditch. 
Remember, remember the guy that got healed at the pool. Jesus didn't tell him not to sin until he was out, until he was healed. He didn't tell him to stop until he was healed. He healed him then. Then he said, now don't do that again. Don't do that anymore or something worse might happen to you. Right? What's he saying? You might get deeper in the ditch. You might get so deep in the ditch you can't get out. These, these, these things I recall, therefore I have hope. What, what did you recall? That song, I got the victory living inside of me. Glory to God. We remember that. Put it in your heart. That's what will come up when, when the diverse temptations come at. Amen? And those things, how many can sing that with a frown on your face? I got the victory. No. A frown will have to go. Why? Because you're, you're fighting it with joy. You're fighting it with peace. You're fighting it with, with the goodness of God, with the word of God. Amen. It says his, his mercies don't fail. His compassion doesn't fail. They're new every day. Great is his faithfulness. It does. Your faithfulness is important. His faithfulness is a given. He's never going to quit being faithful. He's never not going to be there for you. Right? Even if you got in the ditch, he didn't say, David, you cried. Sorry, man. You're going to have to go at least seven days before I can, I can help you out. The minute David encouraged himself, the minute he came back to who he was, God never changed. Right? All we got to do is come back to who we are. God ain't changing. He's been faithful all along. His mercies have been everlasting. His compassions fail not. Amen? He never, he never quit being who he was. We quit being who we were. And that's what he says. He says, recall who you are, therefore you have hope. Glory to God. What do we do? We sing. I got the victory. I got the victory. You'll say, well, you know, I'm doing good tonight. You know what? Sing it louder then. Right? Sing it louder. If you're doing good, sing it in thanksgiving and recollection. Glory to God because He's given you victory. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Stand up. Stand up. We're going to sing. We're going to sing because that's what we do. Remember, David's the one in, in, in Psalm 42 and he said, he talks to himself. And that's what we got. What's he doing? He's coming against the temptation to be down. He's being tempted to be down. And he says, he says, why are you so downcast, oh my soul? Why are you so disturbed? I'm, I'm quoting the NIV. I may mix in some King James in a minute. Why are you so disturbed within me? That's what he's saying. What's he doing? He's talking to himself. He's saying... You don't get this choice. This isn't your choice. You don't get it. The the choice is, he says, put your hope in God. And he says, for I will yet praise him, my rescuer, my help, my savior, and my Lord. I'm not looking to what the problem is because I already overcame it with the answer. Glory to God. So it doesn't matter what, what you're overcoming tonight or what you've overcome. Be thankful. Be, 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 put it in you. Sing it to Him. Sing it to your own soul. 
sing it to yourself and, and, and don't give your don't give your flesh the the opportunity to answer it doesn't it doesn't get to be the answer it, it gets to shut up why because I will yet praise him I will yet praise him why because I got the victory it's living inside of me glory to God got it Sometimes you're tempted to grow weary and tired. Weary and tired is a temptation. We either give in to it or we refuse it. So many choices are ours. But that's when you got to have those words. That's where you got to have Isaiah 40. And you go, wait, wait, I must have forgot. The God, the creator of the ends of the earth, the mighty God, the, the one, you know, the other day I was, I was looking at something and I was looking at faithfulness and God said, go read the end of Job. He said, just go read what I told Job. Go read about how I filled the oceans and how I only let them go so far. I tell them where they have to stop, where, where I spread out the sky, where I put the stars. He said, go read about who I am. Because I'm the faithful God. I'm the one. I'm the one that stretched it out. I'm the one that measured it with my hand. I'm the one that did all that. And I'm your father. I'm your faithful, faithful father. Glory to God. You know personally. Personally, we don't want to take this for granted. You know personally the one that tells the water how far it can go, right? You know, people say, well, you know, the water's going this way, this way. I'm going to tell you what it's doing, it's doing what God says, right? And, and, and people say, well, what about hurricane? Blah, blah. You know what? That's the enemy. Rain wasn't messed up till the curse got involved in it. It was just rain. 
Glory to God. You know the one that, that put it all and spins it in place. Glory to God. How much victory's in that? Right? And he put it all there for us. All there for me, all there for you. All, he, everything he does, he does out of his love for us. Glory to God. Glory to God. So it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Tomorrow, if you get that, get a call you don't like, start humming. I got the victory living inside of me. I got the great. 